0: listening to Cleveland and Beyond with Andy Billman and Jared Watson, brought to you by Evergreen
1: Podcast. And we are live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. He's Andy Billman, I'm Jared Watson, and this podcast is brought to you by Waiting for Next Year. Check them out, original Cleveland sports reporting at WaitingForNextYear.com. We are also brought to you soon, soon to be, soon to be officially announced with evergreen podcasts. Uh, so wait for that to come out uh, more to come. Uh, Andy and I, for the if, if you didn't see this on Facebook yesterday, Andy and I finally met in person um, and hugged it out. We had to okay. hug out that fucking loss. We hugged it out. Um, it just happened. So I, I guess I got to give a quick little rundown of this, Andy. Um, we were passing through Connecticut yep. because we were coming back from Boston after my wife basically was, we spent the weekend, uh, meeting estranged family members that she never knew because she didn't grow up with her father and her father passed away. And then she was, you know, there was a lot going on. And we had, we went up there to go and meet family and take care of a few things. And so there was a lot of emotions through the entire weekend. And then she took me over to the other side of her family that still lives in Boston, a cousin's house. And of course, for some reason, they're not Patriots fans, a couple of them. They're Steelers fans. So that was fun. So that was fun. So we watched the game. So we watched the game, and I had to deal with these these wonderful people who I love. That's awful. That is awful. (laughs) And watch the game with Steelers fans. It is so nice to meet you. Do you have a bar? (laughs) Oh yeah. Well, there was drinking. There was drinking. That that kept me. I've. But uh, by the We're end, I was like firing BB guns at cans in the backyard. That's it was very it was a very Boston <laughs> evening. It was as Boston as you can get that. It was great. So after all that, after all that, we we finally um, it, it, long days, Andy, the longest days of my life capped yeah. off by the longest drive. Um, and it was a wonderful time. It was a good time. So. Uh, you know, we had a good time and we drove and I didn't have any time to plan or think about what we were doing and where we were going and didn't realize, oh, yeah, we're passing through Connecticut. So by the time we hit Hartford, by the time we hit Hartford, I'm like, I just talked to Andy 30 minutes earlier. We were planning the podcast. And I said, Andy, I'm going through Hartford right now. He's like, oh, well. When you get to exit 26, let me know. But sure enough, <laughs> I mean it was just random. It was just it was serendipitous the way that worked out. It really Ended worked up hard. at Andy's house. We hugged it out. Um, Rob Joswiak on Facebook. Good, you deserve it. Shut up, Rob. Rob is a Steelers fan, buddy of mine from Western Pennsylvania, and we were both in the military together. Rob, uh, don't start with me today. Don't start. Nah, I'm I'm used easy, to it. You know, Rob, so easy, Rob. So anyway. So, anyways, it it was—it was fans today. It was fun. We went and grabbed a sandwich. I got a I got a roast beef sandwich that for some reason they put blue cheese on it instead of uh <laughs> instead of Street. horseradish. And Main I don't Street understand. In Cheshire. Yeah. Yeah. I asked for bacon and and, and uh and, and avocado and I didn't get any of that on there. I don't know what was going on. Ah, sorry, no. But you problem.
2: got the best apple fritter in town. And look, oh the apple great. fritter was great. It, it was it was great seeing you. It was two great years to- in
1: the making because this show, Andy, started two years ago. Yeah, at this time in October.
2: Yeah, I did. You're right. Right after the Jets game. Right after the Jets game. after the the blue the uh, other blue but light
1: game (laughs) (laughs) we
2: finally won i don't
1: want to be proud of it
2: but but look it was great seeing you it was wonderful seeing you and your wife we had such a great day i drank coffee we sat and chatted it was like we're long lost friends which we are absolutely it was it was really wonderful and the and the bro hug really helped because What happened on Sunday? The one thing I said on this fucking podcast on Thursday was, you can't get blown out. Mm. All this goodwill goes away if you got blown out. And Jared, Mm. what happened? Yeah, They got blown out. And what are you feeling today? Grumpy, angry, mad. And I'm going to, I let this. I'm in a terrible
1: mood. I'm in as bad a mood as you can get on a a Monday morning. What is today? Tuesday morning.
2: Tuesday. I'm going to lead off the way I did on Mm -hmm. Sunday night. Yes, the Browns are four and two. And yes, you would have signed up for four and two back. Shut up.
1: Then. Don't want to hear but it. But
2: that is not the topic today or yesterday or Sunday night. The topic is we keep losing to the Steelers. And I'm not happy about it. Jared Watson's not happy about it. And it's okay to be angry about it. It's one thing to lose. It's one thing to give, you know, to have a game where it's heartbreaking, and it's another thing to get bullied. The Browns get bullied by the Steelers, and frankly, I'm sick and tired of it. I know Jared is, too, and I'm going to go a step further. I am tired of losing to Ben Roethlisberger. Oh. It, it's fucking annoying, oh. and he owns the Browns. He, owns, he does. They should call him Ben Browns Roethlisberger.
1: It drives me up a he wall. He owns us. It's Andy,
0: awful,
2: awful.
1: Andy, I don't know. For, I mean, it was bad enough that I had to, to watch the game the way that I did. and you know we always know in the back of our minds as browns fans going into this game even though you and i you convinced me that the browns could win this game we did we got each other ready to go but in the back of every one of our minds they might they might lay an egg they might lay an egg they might it doesn't matter and you know what it comes down to what's driving me nuts andy is it seems like nobody understands in that building Besides maybe Odell Beckham Jr., he gets it. This rivalry and what this means. Stop saying it's just a game, one and one and oh, every week. Say that against it's not working. Been doing it for 20 years, trying to act like it's not a big deal. It's a big deal. Treat it like a big deal, and Mm -hmm. maybe you'll win one of these.
2: The the reason why the Steelers do so well against the Browns A, because the Browns haven't been good, but B, it's because they realize it's a rivalry game and they play up to the game. It's like Michigan-Ohio State. That's how big of a game this is. That's how intense it is. It doesn't matter. And Tomlin gets it, and Tomlin's a very good coach. I like Stefanski. I think Stefanski, you know, we all get into this thing, but the 1-0 and o mantra, you can take that and throw it in the garbage in Steeler Week. It's not the same. It's not. It's even not if same. you just
1: look even if you just looked at it as a divisional game, you gotta know that you're in the AFC North. And that when you play the Rat Birds, you had better be fucking ready. ready. And that when you play these assholes in Pennsylvania, you had better be fucking ready. And they have not been ready. They have not. And I don't understand why they cannot get up for these games. They if, at the very least, they are divisional games and they are worth twice as much. You have to see these guys twice every single year. You should be ready. And they were not. And when it comes to the entire thing, Andy. I know we can beat up on the play of of Baker Mayfield. I know we can bitch that the running game didn't get going like we wanted. I know that we can complain that there were a couple of drop passes. The the bottom line where this game was won and lost was on the line of scrimmage with the offensive line and the defensive line. They were pushed around on both sides of the football, period. That game was lost right there on the line of scrimmage on both sides of the football. End of story end of story. If they don't have an offensive line protecting Baker Mayfield, when Baker's getting pressured, sacked, hit, whatever, 20 plus times in a game. And then on top of that, Baker's holding on to the ball longer than any quarterback in the league yesterday on Sunday. He had I mean, he was pressured, but he wasn't getting rid of the ball. I can't, Andy, it was just so uh I, I, oh. I'm going to touch
2: the offensive line, then I'm going to go to six. The offensive line that we have touted, that many people us to be great, had a really bad day. No. Obviously, a lot of it was because of the blitzing, and the Steelers had a scheme in there, and they overrushed the line, but Wills had a rough day. Everybody had a rough day. The offensive line that Shutter we have touted, they, they all did. I'm considering this an outlier, but but – but that was a – I mean, look, there's nothing else to say. The offensive line for the Browns had a really bad day on the worst day of the year to have a bad day. It's really a defensive line that just ate them up and chewed them up, spit them out. The other thing, too, before I get to Mayfield, I'm tired, too, to what you're referencing. I'm tired of the Browns getting bullied and not playing up for this game. And this goes now into six. As soon as that pick – and I don't care what – I don't want to hear what everybody says. I know there's opportunities. I know it's only 10-0. I know it's in the first quarter. As soon as that pass and picked off went to the end zone, even I, who I think more hopeful than others, was like, game over. You could just feel it. It and It doesn't mean the game is over, but this whole – and it starts with him. There was a loser getting bullied mentality right after that play. You could just feel it. It wasn't throughout the whole roster, but I thought some of the team carried that interception on their faces. Certainly Mayfield did where it's like, we are, we are going to get pushed around again. We're going to get smacked around again by the Steelers. And you could feel it. Now that uh, that opening drive by Ben, they held him to the field. Oh, I was feeling okay. I am feeling pretty good. But as soon as that pick six happened, you never felt the Browns getting back in this game at all. I'm sorry. And I know they had opportunities. I know they had moments. Baker, Jared tried about the offensive line, defense line. Baker Mayfield, though, was starting it because it starts ends with him. This is a long replicate. This game is going to stretch out now. He has got to start. I've been, I've been me. Steady progress, steady progress, steady progress. Well, you can take that shit and flush it down the toilet. Ten steps me,
1: backwards. 10 I mean, steps backwards.
2: I mean, you cannot keep doing this. Now, Mayfield, the interceptions, he can't throw in a he can't throw in a pocket. It all came true in this game. He looked skittish. He did not look comfortable. Yes, he's injured. And yes, he's got some rib problems. And you love his toughness. But even those circumstances, he's gotta play better. He's got to play Again, better. Again,
1: Andy, he was technically holding the ball longer than any quarterback in, in the league on Sunday.
2: I mean, I mean, you just
1: gotta why? Why are you holding the ball so long when you know you are getting the pressure that you are taking? Why are you doing that? Get rid of the ball. Get every time he dropped back, get rid of the ball. And if and 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 of all games, to not see an empty an empty set.
2: No. No.
1: But what are you doing? What and are by you way, doing in, in,
2: in the rounds against the Steelers Into the rounds of rounds. And by the way, I know he was out on third down for passing situations. You know, Janovich can block during running plays. I mean, if you're not getting the push from your offensive line, can you please put Janovich in the game to help? I don't, this has been the
1: second again, the other four. Yeah. Games, I think Njoku looked awful block. Awful.
2: Oh, by the way, awful. Um, he's rumored to be traded now. He and Mary Kay Cabot are in a fight in social media. People can check that out. Well,
1: Mary Kay has also gotten herself into a little trouble, not just with Njoku, but misquoting uh uh, uh, another player as well. Player
2: Hayward. Hayward. By the way, people can take that for what it's worth, and people can. I I think then sometimes it's being unfair to Mary Kay, and there's other times where I think it is fair. But people can make their judgments there for whatever else. We'll never know if Njoku said that stuff or not. Um. Obviously, Mary Kay's going to stand by reporting. And by the way, Njoku did want to get traded in July, so it's not the craziest rumor. Back to six, though, back to Mayfield. Mayfield is now – Now the here's another good news, bad news for Baker. He has got – by the way, big game with the Bengals. Can't lose that game. I'm not going to call it a must win like I felt like after no, I think, one. I think it's but, a must win. But I think it's pretty close. And here's the thing for Baker that he has as an advantage. It's the only advantage he's got. In late in the year, he plays the Ravens and Steelers again. So you're going to have two opportunities later in the year to get those games back. He has opportunities well, to get this back.
1: Andy, and we could we could reference, and I don't remember what year it was. What was the 51 to nothing year where the Browns beat the Steelers 51 to nothing? Uh, Buck you know, Carson. Was
2: a it was the year that Buck Carson went
1: to the AFC. It was a, a mid 80s game, right? Yeah, mid-80s.
2: late eighties. It's Buck 80s. first year. It was the first game after Marty.
1: Well, the the second game, the second matchup of that season, I think that I think the Steelers won like thirty five to nothing. So oh, it was it, it flipped. It completely flipped. Oh, it's just one. And game. I'll, I'll reference in that way, but at the same time, I did too. I I mentioned we're still four and two on Twitter. Of course, only, but that was that was more cathartic for myself because oh, really, at the end of the day, it's like, really, do I really want to lean on the fact that okay, we're four and two. No, no. Because you know what? Four and two isn't in the lead in the division right now. Four and two leaves us at the bottom in third place. There's, there, There is so
2: much that this team has on its back. And what Jared's saying, what I'm feeling is very true. And I know Holly felt this way. It's Holly and I caught up last night too. Mm-hmm. And Holly got battered and it wasn't fair to her because I felt the same way she did. You are allowed to be angry and yet happy at four and two. And I want to say that again. Am I, am I actually not feeling too bad about 4-2? I'm actually not. I'm feeling pretty good. But it doesn't mean the Steelers lost the way it happened is okay. No. And this is not a rebuild job where you have a lot of rookies and second- and third-year players. You've got veterans. You have players who are expected to play big in big spots. And Baker's one of those guys. And here is my big concern about Baker. And this starts all the way, and Jared will, I will help reference me. This is why I flipped out at the end of 2018 when the Browns lost to the Ravens the way they did. It had to start then. When you start playing games like that, you need to start learning how to win those games. Yep. Baker's never won games like this. He never has. He never has. He's got to start learning how to win games like this. I'm hoping this year he does. The biggest question to me this year and now this week and future weeks is not Mayfield versus Keenum. I think that's easy to describe. It's Mayfield. It is. Yeah, there was nothing. I mean, did you see anything? Did you see anything on a Keenum? No, 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 no. The question is Mayfield versus 2021 and beyond. And that's the question. And that's the bigger question. Now it's going to swirl above this team. And I was hoping this would avoid it. It's not. It is now going to be the biggest story, like Lindor being traded. It's going to be on the Browns story for the rest of the year. Every game, it's going to be win and how to, or loss and how do Mayfield do. Win or loss, and let's analyze Mayfield. That pressure, that's, that stress, it's going to really come into play for the rest of the year.
1: Uh, Philip Cordes, it takes time to build culture. Patience. Baker, jury is still out.
2: I just said that. Philip, I just said that. But this is not good either. These losses count, Philip. Do you not agree this loss counts?
1: This one does uh, not help with his progression.
2: I'm sorry. Does this loss not count? Does this loss against Baltimore not count? It counts, Philip. It counts. We are just said he's got games to make up. But you can't lose games like this, Philip. Can't do it.
1: They've Damn got it. to figure out a way to come into these. Got to winning these games. I want to jump over to the to the to the Odell Beckham Jr. Um, I guess it's controversy. By the end of the game, when I saw him on the sideline without his shoes on, I was busy sipping my Tito's oh, and soda. Who cares? Not and going well. See, uh, there's not. Really, I didn't have an issue with that. And then I find out that he punched a water, a water cooler, or something. That I, happens. Well, at my point is good. Yeah, He's the fine. only one who fucking cared as much as we did on Sunday for how crying out loud. How you sitting in Boston looking at that shit? Oh, dealing with dealing with listening yeah. to to getting chirped at the entire game.
2: Yeah, how was that? Was that fun?
1: Yeah, it's Go a home. blast. It's a blast. It's a real good time.
2: Go back to Phillips' comment. Phillips got another one here on Facebook. Yeah, Phillip, thank you for watching the show.
1: It counts, but I wasn't thinking playoffs this year. You're you're right. (laughs) Well, by the way, you're right. Why should we have to console ourselves when when we come into this game four and one? We are thinking. We are thinking playoffs right
2: now. But Philip, you're right. And by Mm the way, thank you, Philip, for watching. Thank you for your comments. We love you. So take this as a loving family member who's going out (laughs) to you and giving you therapy. Yes, but expectations change after four and one, and you got to step up to them. And last year, we thought the Browns were going to the
1: playoffs. And again, losing to Pittsburgh is would have that, that okay. wasn't the problem. Well, here's the th- the bigger issue: isn't the loss? The bigger issue is the how they lost. High optics. Yes, there the was optics. no. They yeah. did not compete. Did they come to compete? They did not. They Boy, have played yeah. two division rivals this year and laid eggs twice. Yes. In those, yes. Those are the most important games of your season. So yes, we don't expect playoffs this year. I get it, but things adjusted, and we thought that we were on that path, and we still, Andy, we still very well might be on that path.
2: No, no, I think I think we're okay. Look, like to Philip's point, and the team and is
1: a couple pieces away. The oh, no, team no. is about three pieces hey. away from being elite. Elite. Look, and, and to Phillip's point, and and Philip's great. And he's right,
2: and I am patience. And the jury, but this whole year is about how Baker does, okay? and whether
1: Baker is going to be able if to. I, 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 is Baker I, one of those pieces that needs to be replaced? That's
2: right. And I want to get repeat, this team where it needs to be. And I want to repeat: if he, if the Browns go, let's say they get to because they play the Ravens on Monday night in game, and yeah. we in, in game uh, thirteen. So let's say they get there and they're eight and four, seven and five. Okay, okay, you get there in this game. That's fine. All those wins and losses will equal out in the show and we'll break them down. But if he goes in that game and he wins against Baltimore at home and then wins again against Steelers, all this other stuff, all this other stuff is good. All this other stuff is good. He has time to play out the Baker's got time, but here's the other thing, Philip, and here's everything else I would say too. We want Baker to succeed, but if this goes eight and eight, seven and nine at the end of the year, you do have to pause and for the first time, take a step back and say, we need to come up with a plan B because this is not going as
1: we well. Planned. No. I mean, if you finish out seven and nine or something like that, Andy, you're talking about a team that did not improve over the course of the That's season. That's my
2: point. That's my point.
1: You're talking way, about a team. and, and, and just I'm just saying,
2: I'm, so I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm just saying all this stuff, all this stuff is fair. All the stuff about being patient, all the stuff that they're forward to is fair um philip again god bless philip philip we love you keep keep answering on facebook i will agree i'm not sold in baker haven't been since he's drafted i felt that way too i was on many stations talking about it many platforms talking about it i we we saw in those last games of baker after hugh got fired was wonderful it was really really wonderful you just hope he refines that and touches that a little well, bit. Well,
1: I mean, Andy, we are. Listen, the, the clock is really ticking. He's on the point. clock. He's on the it's, clock. It really He's is because, because you, eventually you're going to have to get to a point. You're going to have to get to a point to acknowledge and say he is who he is, right?
2: Again, to what you're saying, every game on this on this program will be this. How the Browns doing, looking ahead, and then how did Baker do? Yeah. And how's Baker going against the future? It's like Frankie Lindor. When it, has like, yeah. I mean, it, it has to be that way. It has
1: to be that way.
2: Because of that result from this moment on, it's the biggest discussion outside the wins and losses. Uh,
1: the Monas brothers, discussion. the Monus brothers fighting on Facebook as well. Tom Moniz, always entertaining
2: more three always this
1: week. Thanks for trolling Tom, Dan Monas. Shut up, Tom. Perfect. Thank you, Dan. <laughs> God, here's, <what?
2: laughs> here's here's the other thing. Okay, now, going more into the game itself. Here's some other things I noticed too. The offensive line, no running game. And Stefanski, I felt, we kind of touched upon it, but let's hammer it a little bit more. I think Stefanski for the first time <clears throat> since the Ravens game looked like a rookie head coach. This is more to Philip saying, which I'm way in this camp, let's have patience, let's wait this out. Right. Yeah, and there you go, Philip. we found our coach. I'm oh, yeah, him. absolutely. This is one where it's like, hey, throw this away. I think he's going to learn from this. I think he'll be able to. Handle oh, he it.
1: flat out said there are some there are some plays that I called that this week that I oh, no. that I regard I, I, yeah, do garbage. I, I didn't really know, do know. like
2: Stefanski. I really, really do like Stefanski. So do I. And I like how this team is built, and I like how this team grooves. And to uh, now, I kind of buried what you are asking a few minutes ago. Here's my thoughts on OBJ and what happened on the sideline. Right. I I agree exactly with Jared Watson says. I agree with the emotion of of OBJ felt. He took off his shoes. I don't care. I don't know why. I don't care. Is that a big deal? The game was over. He wasn't going back in the game. Is that a big deal? By the way, this probably happens a lot more in sports. What do you think? Water coolers being hit. That happens all the time in baseball, in basketball, and in football.
1: Like, oh, Sorry. you're upset with you're upset I mean, with Odell because he's upset that they're getting their asses kicked. Should like, we point what you, to it? What-
2: should we point to one of the many examples of Paul O'Neill killing water coolers oh, or my gosh, or how many other people killing water coolers? Look, I'm okay with that stuff is the emotion of the game got to Odell and it got to me and certainly got to Jared. The, again, the bigger thing that I hope Stefanski learns, I think he will, when it's Steelers week, you have to go above. It's just a step above. Don't become John Cooper who could never figure out Michigan. Don't allow this game to become bigger than this, than what this season could be because the Steelers, you have to play them twice a year and they are always going to play well. And they're going to play hard and they're well-run and they're a great team
1: because the Steelers do not walk in thinking, Oh, we're just going to kick Cleveland's ass. No, They They come in and they say, we're going to make sure that we do everything we need to do to kick Cleveland's ass.
2: This was said by, I believe it was Gerard Cherry. I heard. So Gerard, I'll give credit to you. When he played for the Patriots he said the way you beat the Steelers is you hit him in the mouth. And the Browns have to start doing that and I echo what he says. In that
1: game in, in, in the the and not the way Miles did but different way.
2: Okay, here's the thing about Miles Garrett. I've heard about this too. Let's go down that. Hey,
1: okay, Miles did Hey, Miles and Miles and Tomlin met before the game. That was yes. nice to see and then Miles did get a sack but hey, the, the Steelers the Steelers were able to control him the entire game.
2: You can only have so many moments with Garrett winning the games. Right. So this is one oh, where yeah. I Oh, yeah, no
1: way. To, so, so, this is, on this. So, so this is oh, one where I go. I'm still gumming away with that game and getting a sack still.
2: still was, I, mean, a lot. I mean, look, Miles did not have a strip sack and a fumble. Okay. I mean, you can't expect it every game.
1: I mean, Baker so, might have given it right back anyway. So well,
2: that's my point. But here's, here's my bigger story about Baker. The running game has won you games, Baker. Miles Garrett's won you games. He won. Miles Garrett won the Colts game. Won that game single-handedly, in my opinion. Yeah. And run the game with some running plays. Baker, at some point, has to win the game with his arm. It's just natural. You're the quarterback. It's coming. It's gonna have to happen.
1: The more games that we happen. get into this season, Andy, the less likely I feel like that is going to be. And I that agree. is starting to be I my agree. mind regarding Baker. I, agree. And I really want to be wrong, but you have to look at it like this. He's not going to just – there's no switch being flipped here that's I going agree. to change the trajectory or the play that he has given. I agree. He, I mean, he knows better than to do what he, he – he didn't protect the ball. He he was he, scared. He was he skittish in the pocket. And he didn't get rid of the ball. I mean, it just was brutal, brutal to watch him on Sunday.
2: The Athletic did a great article and they asked some talent evaluators. I'm getting get some of their quotes here. This is from The Athletic. Great article. For people who don't subscribe, I would suggest. I think the Athletic does really good stuff. Yeah. Quote: if you keep Baker in the pocket and stop the blue leg, you have a great chance. I don't think Baker can beat you from the pocket, but they've got a good plan to win. They'll be in the mix if Baker does not implode. That's from an evaluator off the record. Here's another one. Quote, Baker can get better than that, said an offensive coach off the record. But, you know, I'm not really saying, you know, I'm not really his name. Quote, he is obviously better when they can run the ball and do play action. I think Baker can get better in the pocket. He is young, got a new system, in time. They can still develop that part of the game. I don't know that he will. I would not write him off. I I worry. we're all all saying here in these comments.
1: I worry about his eyes in the pocket, Andy. I worry about his eyes because he hesitates in the pocket way too much. I wonder how he's seeing the plays develop downfield because he just does not. He holds on to the ball and he makes poor choices in the pocket.
2: I agree. And I, and I agree with Philip's uh, comment here. Philip, again, great job today.
1: Philip on here as a, as a third co-host. Yeah, <laughs> <this doing great. laughs>
2: keep chiming in. Philip, I keep hoping it's a confidence issue. And I, and I agree with what Philip's referencing here. Here's the two part of that answer. One of it is he's got to start becoming more confident anyway. So if it is, he's got to start becoming more confident because you're going to lose your confidence in games sometimes too because even the great ones talk about it. Sometimes you just don't feel like you have it or it's not your day and he's got to play above that. But the bigger thing to me that I – to referencing what Philip is saying – The Browns are a great front-running team early, meaning if the Browns get a lead and then they can play the running game late, I said it on here. If the Browns have a lead late in the fourth quarter, they're suffocating. They're going to win games.
1: Well, the quote that you have in here from Yahoo Sports, too, I like this one. This this goes, both of Mayfield's ghastly interceptions Sunday look more like like future lessons than proof the third-year pro can't play. Mayfield acknowledged as much, noting that the first interception, the pick-six, Came with Pittsburgh appearing to play cover one with a safety uh, Minka Fitzpatrick dropping underneath uh, to undercut a short pass as a rat defender. I mean, yes, I guess. But again, then show me. Then show me
2: again. That's why the loss in 2018 was bigger than what people made it out to be. These games are never throwaway <clears throat> games. I learned that a long time ago. All these games count, and he has done a nice job. Of again, he does. He has moments. He did lead the Browns on a drive to beat the Jets back in the Blue Collar Bud Light game. He's had moments here and there. He played wonderfully against the Panthers. He had a fantastic, fantastic first half. That's- Fantastic first
1: half against the Colts, but he's not put a hold. This in. is this is another great stat that that tells mm-hmm. us exactly where we are right now. The only two, the only two other stats. quarterbacks yeah. with more multiple interception games because Baker Mayfield's got eleven games now with multiple interceptions, and this is that this is it. This is the Bonnie and the the uh, the uh, who? What, 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 let's see uh, the the uh, the the heckle and uh, how do you say that Jekyll and Hyde. Holy cow, dude, my brain is just fried at this point. It very Jekyll and Hyde. Is he going to be Jameis Winston or Phillip Rivers? Because Jameis Winston has 13 games like that. Yeah. And Rivers has 12. They're, they're, it, it, tells you, it tells you the fork in the road that we are at with Baker Mayfield.
2: There was a great stat that was going around Twitter comparing Favre's numbers, Breeze's numbers, and Baker's numbers. And Baker was right in there with those guys. So that's the hope. You hope it goes down the road of Favre. It goes down the road of Breeze, where he's going to get over this hump and he's going to turn the lights on. But to Jared, that's why I pulled the stat. You also don't hope this is going down the road of James Winston or seeing what we did this year from Haskins. You just don't want to go down that road either. And we don't know. But that's why, again, I hate saying it, outside of the wins and losses and what's going on in the field, the Baker Mayfield analyzation has now started and it is here and it is real. And it is big. Every game. Now we're going to have to do on this podcast, what's going on in the game previewing the game. And what do we think Baker's going to do? It has to be his story. Yeah. Has to be, has to be.
1: Well, I mean not- the trajectory of this team uh, going forward is all based in that issue period. Yeah, it is because everything else, there's going to be different situations. We might add a player here. We might make a move here. We might change a little thing here. But at the at the, at the core of this offense and whether they're going to be able to take that next step, yep. it comes down to Baker's play, point blank, period.
2: And I, and I want to reference what you just said. This team has the nameplate talent to do big things. Miles Garrett's playing like an MVP. You have a great offensive line on a really bad day. Nick Chubb's coming back. You have a great running game. You can win these games. You cannot get blown out 38-7 to seven or getting blown out to the Ravens week one. It's going to eat away at your team. This Now, we're going to get into this more on Thursday night. We're going to do Thursday night or Friday morning. What do you want to do? Have you decided? I'll ask you live on here in the air. I don't, I
1: don't have a clue. We'll
2: probably do Thursday night. <laughs> we like the Thursday night feel. What is going
1: on with Fridays? What are we doing? I don't even know. What do I have going on?
2: We'll do Thursday night. And we're also going to talk Buckeyes, Cornhuskers, Boilermakers. I don't know if we're going to.
1: Thursday night might be tough.
2: So Friday morning. Friday morning.
1: Well, yeah, we'll see.
2: We'll see. But going back to like going back to things, this for this team, this team has the talent and the tools to do big things. Yes, it's a rookie head coach. A quarterback's been through three systems. But you can do things to win big here. Let's see how the season plays out. The season is not over after 38-7 against Pittsburgh. I will never say that. No. Because this team has time to make up these games. And, and actually, it's a very good tester. They're playing a bad team with a good quarterback, a divisional rival on the road.
1: You beat Cincinnati. You're right there in it. And then, you, and then, you, and then you surprise me with, with Las Vegas. And, and I'm good. You're, you're good. Even, you don't even have to win that game. But
2: so, uh, great. I mean, exactly. And, you know, we're going to get into the schedule in a second. One more from Philip. The interception is bad only because he let it change how he played for the rest of the game. Incorrect. We've both been referencing that. That interception carried the more just a pick six. It felt like a pick 38. <laughs> it really felt like a pick 38.
1: It was very much a here we go. Yeah. Yeah. And, oh, and at funny. that time, it was so funny because at that time, when that happened, I'm glad I didn't see it. I was listening to it. I heard the call because I was fighting with my direct TV login to try and get it pulled up on the TV. So I, I I didn't even, I was so busy trying to do that. I heard that. And I, in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, oh, maybe I don't, maybe this is a sign. Maybe this is a sign. I shouldn't watch the
2: game. And, And by the way, how fun is it? Cause I've been there is I was at my son's little league game that went for three hours to Cheshire youth baseball. We're pretty good after hour two. Pretty,
1: pretty, pretty, pretty. You can put a cap on it. You can put a cap
2: on it. We can go home. We can go home. (laughs) We've seen enough. And and my poor son Carson plays on the Bad News Bears bad team. Anyways, for another podcast. But anyways, this team, the season's still there. Jared referenced it. You win in Sensi. You take Vegas. The next four after that, which I was not so thrilled with, has now kind of has now kind of come back in full circle. The Texans stink. Yes, yeah. you never beat Jacksonville. God, please beat Jacksonville this year. And then you sandwich in there the Eagles. You have three, and by the way, they have three straight home games with a bye. There's four weeks and four weeks after the Cincinnati game, Vegas bye week. Texans, Eagles. You have four weeks of home football. You have a great stretch here to get healthy, and then the and then the battalion death march. Of in Nashville, in Baltimore, New Jersey for the holidays, and then you wrap up with the Steelers.
1: Um, I don't it's, want to talk about. It. We'll see. We'll see.
2: I think we'll see is very very fair right now. We'll um, let's. I'm gonna ask a few questions here. Yeah. Baker, here, let's mention to the latest quote. We were doing his podcast on Tuesday morning, the 20th on October. This is a quote coming out of Andrew Stash from Stefanski yesterday on the 19th. Baker Mayfield is sore, but nowhere near sore like he was last Monday. So that's positive, end quote. Yes. So it sounds like Baker will be playing. We'll get in this more later in the week with the Bengals preview.
1: Um, I mentioned here, if he is. Right, pulling him, pulling him out. There was no reason to leave him in.
2: It didn't. That game was done. By the way, take off your shoes. Game's over.
1: Take off your shoes. Kick your fucking Game's feet off. Game's over. Who cares. It doesn't matter. Game's over. <laughs> Game's over. I'll pour you. I'll oh, pour you. I'll pour you one of my Titos. Come. On. <laughs> Come by hang way, out with me.
2: By the way, it was such okay. Now it's getting to the laughter of the moment. This was Old Brown's horns coming up. Let's have some penalties. Can't catch
1: ball. Yeah, there was pre-snap tons, penalties. Tons of pouting. A delay of game. The the Steelers are hitting us, and we're like, whoa! (laughs) Like we're flying across. Oh, did anyone get hit harder than Hooper during (laughs) that game? Hooper Hooper got blasted multiple times. Anytime Hooper got the ball.
2: Landry got pile driven into the dirt after he made a catch, and got yeah, dirted by. His, I yeah, mean, yeah, oh, yeah, it was yeah, just like yeah. it was such like a like Muhammad Masaqua, <laughs> McCoy's waving from the oh stands. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you
0: know, and it just <laughs> that
2: is where this game. This it really why, you know, like you start playing, you start playing cues in your head like, "Oh fuck, <laughs> why are we here again?" Yeah, all that to be said. Um, the reason why I wanted to bring up the schedule is this bingo game is, and it's always important, but it's important because if you can win that game, which I don't think will be easy. We'll get into that more. Um, if you can win that game. Yes. The Vegas Raiders are tough and nothing's a given, but you have a four week stretch of home stuff, three home games in a bye week You have an excellent opportunity to get yourself healthy and get yourself ready for the Nashville um, Baltimore home game. You have a really good chance to get yourself healthy and feeling good, you have a you can turn this around quickly. I do like Stefanski a lot. I think the offensive line play is an outlier. Miles Garrett can't win every game, and there's good news according to what I heard from Tony Grossi on the Land on Demand last night. Harrison is possibly out of, I mean possibly sounds like he might be out of protocol, and it sounds like Carl Joseph will be playing this week. It sounds like that, and it does sound like Wyatt Tiller, they're hope or Teller, they're hopeful. So there are some parts coming back into the fold, back into the fold, which is good. By the way,
1: is anybody? going to need him. Anything? All hands on deck.
2: Has anybody seen Mac Wilson yet this year? Uh, only on Twitter. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm ready for him to play. I'm ready for, oh, by the way, Sandejo, sorry. Love you. Terrible. Don't, Joe Woods, don't bother defending him. Just, mm-mm, just, mm-mm. just say like 23, we're hoping for the best. 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 23, <laughs> we're hoping for no the else best.
1: to say? I mean, don't defend it. We all know why it's there. It's an ice. Glad sport. you brought it up because that was actually one of the oh, things that was awful.
2: Um, And that's the other thing, too, in these games, to what Philip kind of referenced there, that interceptions set the tone, not just offensively. But it also set the tone for the defense. The defense has never really felt like
1: they were Instead in You're going to ask me a couple questions. questions.
2: Can the Browns still win this division? It feels like everybody's ready to give the mercy rule. I say yes. I say, say no.
1: no. I say they don't, no. Okay. They don't win it. It's
2: not <laughs> impossible. Things can change in the NFL. I'm telling you, it's not impossible. No, you're right. I'll, I just, I'll take the knee on this. Nope. Did, um, Philip Accords ask. I'm getting good at putting quotes now up on the air. Is there any word on Greedy via Facebook? I have not heard anything on Greedy. He's on the IR.
1: IR, don't expect anything. Don't expect
2: anything. He he went on the
1: IR last week, I believe, right? Was it last week? So you're expecting at least three weeks before we hear anything.
2: I actually will go into something more about Greedy. Um, He did not play well last year, and the statistics told you that. And if I were a betting man, even when Greedy comes back, I think you need to have a plan B for Greedy for future – reference even when he does come back mm-hmm. meaning like yes you need him back you need a healthy bodies but this goes much further than just hey you know greedy williams is back and the defense can be solved uh the other thing too i want to reference <laughs> i heard way too many people saying i actually don't i think the browns can win the division still you've only lost two games only lost two mm-hmm. games and you're getting those guys back you can win this division there are people i'm seeing in quotes there's many other people saying forget the division i would not forget the division the other thing i wanted to ask you yeah is there any way for you to can be convinced that Mayfield deserves a big contract and is the franchise quarterback before the year's out?
1: Oh boy. Uh no. short of winning a Super Bowl? No.
2: I think Baker is gonna have to make the playoffs and win a playoff game.
1: I don't I don't even think win. Mm.
2: If you win a playoff game, that that that's fine
1: okay. I, I even then, even then even then I'm going to hesitate even then, even if they make the playoffs and they get one win in the playoffs, because Andy, a lot of the successes that we have seen out of this Browns team have not come because of Baker Mayfield at all. This season.
2: No, I just said it. I just said it. You're right. I look, look, I actually agree with Jared on this one. I think it's, I think if I'm being truthful, it's, I would sit. I would list it as questionable to doubtful. I think it's doubtful. He's going to have to have a Herculean return. We'll see. And by the way, he has two opportunities. Here's my last question. I saw this in the Athletic, and I'll ask you the same question. Forget the divisions for a second. Even I still think they can play that. There's four teams for three spots. Indy, who the Browns beat. Vegas, who they play next week after the Bengals game. The Patriots. And then there's the Browns. Three of those teams are going to get in. I think the Browns have a good chance of getting one of those three slots along with those other teams. And again, it's the Patriots. Yeah. Raiders, Colts, and Browns. I think the Browns have a good chance against those.
1: Absolutely, guys. absolutely, and that includes you know the Patriots. I mean, let's. Patriots the, got the, the, the Miami Dolphins have a better record than the Patriots right now,
2: and they're not good. They play in a crappy, crappy. Right, by yeah. the way, how great is it? <clears throat> and you know what? We don't we don't we don't play them till later in the year. The Jets unraveling. They are so Awful. so so bad awful I mean 24 nothing why does Adam Gase have a job leave me on bell protesting goes to the Chiefs bad bad. Very bad are you fired up about the Buckeyes
1: uh getting there I was over the weekend I'm gonna I'm gonna dip my nose into a little bit more of this and, and get ready for the season um uh, I it's it's part of me part of me hasn't really worried much because looking at their schedule they should walk through those 8 games and, and be 8 no and ready to to roll into the college football playoffs. That's that's how I'm looking at it right now. The end of year we'll yeah, see what happens.
2: The end of the week podcast, we will preview the Buckeyes. I will do some things on the Boilermakers. We'll get into the Irish a little bit. We'll do more. For those people who don't listen, we do a lot more college football. Now the Buckeyes are back. We will start putting college football more into the rundown and talking about the end-season games. We'll get into that. Are you fired up about raising Dodgers?
1: (laughs) (laughs) No. Great baseball. I watched uh, watched some of the uh, Dodgers-Braves game seven that was kind of fun only because it got really weird, really early. Um, uh, Guys couldn't make it out of the first inning pitching. I mean, it was, there was, it was a good game seven um, from the portions that I was watching, but I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know that I'm going to, to be honest, care much about it.
2: Yeah. I I would actually, um, I would actually go a step further. The biggest thing of baseball this year is you have a great World Series between the Dodgers and Rays because the Rays really play the game fundamentally. This is your classic case of high class, low class. Highest rated payroll, I believe, is the Dodgers, and I know the Rays are in the bottom three. So this is your constant struggle, and I'll be honest, I don't think anybody's going to watch this World Series. And 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 the Braves and Dodgers was good baseball. And I love baseball. Even I had a hard time. Well,
1: We'll have to see how this plays out because we already know that the ratings for the NBA and the finals weren't all that great. Um, And I want to see that comparatively to what happens with with the World Series this year, too. It's just hard. Look, admittedly, admittedly, I'm a bitter Cleveland sports fan. So whenever the Indians do well enough to get into the playoffs and then exit early, it's hard for me to want to watch anything else after that. I know that sounds, but what do I have? Why why I don't, I don't, what I had invested, what I had invested throughout the entire season is no longer there. My, my investment (laughs) fell through and I don't want to invest any more time watching teams where I would look and go, why isn't, why isn't my team here? That's how I right. get, that's how I get. I, I, I'm with you. That's all I get with baseball. Uh, I, I'm now, with Football, you. football, I, football, 20 years. I have, I have no reason to think Cleveland's going to do anything well. So I'll watch play. I'll watch playoff football all day, you know? Um, and, and it's, it's probably going to go back to that when it come when the NBA too, but I gotten so used to the calves that it's hard for me to, to, to care at the moment.
2: No, it's so, true that's true well here's a few ending thoughts um i did announce a documentary i'm doing called war in the diamonds a bigger story about ray chapman and the larger story between the yankees and indians rivalry i appreciate all the press and kind words today thank you very much also the nba lottery has already been done the draft is happening on the 18th Um, i'm sure jared and i will start reading about that here in future weeks and then Coming soon on the bye week, Mandy Bell is gonna wrap up the Indians years. We just talked about the Indians. We'll yeah, be I'm, looking, the-
1: I'm looking forward to, to catching up with Mandy. Absolutely. Yes, we're
2: we're gonna be catching up with Mandy very soon, actually. It will be playing later. So it's Mandy Bell. We're gonna recap the whole season. What is ahead? And we boy we talk about questions. Um, a lot of questions about Lynn Frankie and what's gonna be happening with him. And you know, honestly, even some simple <laughs> questions, which I'm assuming is they're gone. I mean, is Brad Ham back? I doubt it um some other things like that I just yeah
1: indians that. indians are gonna look a little bit different
2: i don't think you're gonna see santana back in the very near future i just don't think some of these things are gonna be back so we'll get into that more um and yeah that should be fun
1: uh, make sure you follow us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Cleveland and beyond on Twitter at CLE and beyond at CLE and beyond. Shoot us an email, Andy and Jared at gmail.com. That's J.A.R.I.D. Andy and Jared at gmail.com. We are brought to you by Waiting for Next Year. Check them out. Original Cleveland sports reporting and waiting for next year dot com. And once again, soon to announce officially with Evergreen Podcasts. Uh, Andy, final thoughts.
2: Patience. Yes. Long road ahead for the Browns. Absolutely. This will change by the end of next week. We all know that. It's okay to get frustrated and not be happy about the results on Sunday. I think people get way too sensitive about fair and honest criticism of a team you love and cheer for. The Browns played awful. And you're allowed to say it, and you're allowed to say you're not happy about it. At the same time, still believe the season's ahead. Big season now for me. Not that it ever wasn't
1: season well said, Andy. Um, I've got nothing else to add besides the fact that I am completely exhausted and have no end in sight for the work that I have ahead of me. So uh, feel bad for me? Nah, don't worry about that. I'll survive it. He's Andy Billman. I'm Jared Watson. Everybody, take care. Eat fucking
2: Steelers. Uh-oh. Someday. It was great seeing you in person. Yeah! yeah how, how great was it fun. was how great it was it that we both wore gray, years. Gray oh, no, yeah, yeah, were for a great pullovers? yeah
1: caitlin caitlin jones martin one of my best friends from the military she that was uh, great yeah, you guys even dress alike, she said. Yeah, for that. <laughs> Take care, everybody. Talk again soon. Cleveland and Beyond with Andy and Jared is a part of Evergreen Podcast. You can follow them on
0: Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Cleveland and Beyond, on Twitter at CLE and Beyond, or shoot them an email at andyandjared at gmail.com.
1: And don't forget to visit the website, clevelandandbeyond.net.